0: guys hey welcome to the big fitness podcast we are actually officially on air we are recording it's right there we are here with jordan fisher he is a fucking big fitness member he's been here for a while he's been very successful and inspiring motherfucker and i'm so happy that he uh he stick w- with us he actually lived right above the gym i'm not sure like he was super happy about it but became a member and now he's been a longtime member thanks for being here man no it's problem. good to see you good to be here Good shit, man. So just to start this off, like when you when you fucking lived above the gym when I first moved in, what was your first thoughts?
1: I'm, so uh, my first impression was, man, this guy's loud. Because every Saturday morning I would wake up to like literally like the dust falling off my walls from the medicine balls being slammed uh, and music. But uh, I just decided, you know, we still got mic issues. Yeah, don't we?
2: Some, some some's something's going on. It's this one. It's still up or something? Yeah. on. Aha.
3: Oh,
0: that's weird. We're it's money now. It's money now. Maybe though, maybe though, I wonder if people that chime in can hear that shitty echo. Uh-huh. But anyway. I don't case. even
2: think they can probably hear anything on mine, right?
0: No, they can hear it all because like my uh my mic is on. So we'll have to come back and see. But this only if later. they're on big. Fitness. Yeah. If they're on
2: my experiment. They they can't hear anything, right?
0: No, they can hear yours because I'm on yours. So my thing is picking up the audio. I see. Just for anybody who actually comes in, chimes in on this big on this live, and this podcast because we're actually on air. Yeah, we are. For anybody that jumps in on this podcast right now and listens to us, like we are trying to do this on instagram live as well so that's all this weird chatter but anyways back to jordan so jordan we got this all fixed up
1: yes
0: (laughs) back to it so like back to what you were saying
1: yeah so i uh i just got tired of getting woken up early and i decided the best solution is to just join uh so i did and here i am two years later so it's been i guess a good experience i was you know kind of coerced into joining by uh not my choice but what do you mean I mean, you know, when you when you get woken up and you have this guy like yelling from downstairs, it's you know, there's not many options. I had signed a lease for a year, so I was like, all right, beat him, join him. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but that's awesome. Like, because I was like, I I moved in here when I moved into this gym, I was so loud, like because we're doing like battle ropes and shit and at five in the morning i was trying to bring the energy because it was like it was dark in here man it was like Mm -hmm. it was dark in here we didn't have it was like there was nothing in here it was like a you know i mean it was like an empty white box room with like a a bench in it so like i I had to bring the fucking energy you know (laughs) because i was like if you were bringing the energy like i don't know i i can't still can't conceivably understand why anybody like came in and bought training because you would have had to come in and buy training in this gym and work out in a fucking empty box. I mean, there was no, I've got duct work up and like monkey bars and a couple of TVs and some lights and stuff. It kind of makes the place a little more homey, but like <laughs> none of that was in here. I mean, there was nothing, no fans up there. It was the worst place to work out.
1: I mean, you did a good job of bringing the energy because I never, I never felt that way. I mean, I guess you were in here for a little bit by the time I joined, but I've always felt like it was, you know, just a good high energy environment. I always felt like I'd come in and work hard and, I didn't get the empty box feeling, but
0: oh, there we go. Well, yeah. thank, well, dude, it's you know we tried, and I appreciate that. Yeah, well, I appreciate you for sticking around. So, like, we, you started coming and working, working out, man, um, dude. You bring a lot of energy to the to the uh, to the workout, and um, you're always working really hard. And what um, I guess w- let's go with like first of all, like what what. What, like, results, what was the benefits that you received? What issues were you having?
1: So I, I think the the big thing for me is uh, after, like, having a really active, like, childhood, like, always playing sports through college, I did, like, ROTC. Um, I just always had a reason to be exercising, be active. And then um eventually that kind of died down. And I, I didn't really realize it at the time, but, like, slowly – I started like losing weight and just didn't even dawn on me until like uh, other people started pointing it out um, so when i when I moved to st louis i just I just had this attitude of like, okay, I need to like establish habits that are like sustainable for me that can get me back to where I was and i I'm gonna have to go and seek that out for myself because it's not just something that's like built into my life anymore um, so I think the the goal for me was always to not necessarily see like specific physical results as uh i didn't have like a specific weight or like body goal as much as i just wanted to know that i was doing what i could to be the you know best version of myself to be healthy and uh and make it something that isn't just like a short term thing but like long term uh habits
0: yeah man and like what what like during that time like what um i guess what What's the thing about, like, the regular work, uh, regularly working out that you saw, you know, was making a, an impact, I guess? Like, what what was it about the workouts that kind of keep you coming back, that, that give you the results that you were looking for?
1: So, um, knowing that every time I come in, like, I have um, a workout put together by the trainers, is really motivating. Cause it really reduces the amount of like mental load that I have to have to get the good workout. Like I come in and I just know that like yeah, that part's going to be taken care of. All I have to do is motivate myself to work hard, put in the effort. Uh, and then, you know, that, that's it. That's a lot easier than putting together and maintaining my own workout, um, like regimen. Um, so that was very helpful. And then the regularity of it and just having, like, I know I have a class that I got to show up to. And if I don't, then like it affects other people and I have to like reschedule. I can't just like say, oh, I'll go, I'll go later, I'll go tomorrow. Like I kind of have to be regular about it, uh, just makes it very routine. And that like eventually I started noticing that like I just felt very regulated by having that, you know, every Monday, every Thursday, I know that I've got an hour of just like putting it out. Um, and that helped to like, like my stress levels were like, I just noticed like, if I, if I missed a workout, I would notice like, oh man, I like feel like shit now because my, that, that regular energy, uh, cycle is just very, very helpful.
0: Yeah, man. There's something about the, and we, we, we've gone over this a lot, but there's a, there's a concept that I, I, I say this like every day, but there's a concept called, uh, the pulse. And I always think. Like, and I really i uh, the the pulse first is basically that you show up to something every week, same day, same time, and you do that every fucking week without fail, like it brings a pulse every week, you get a heartbeat, mm-hmm. and that that regular heartbeat, no matter what, is gonna bring the thing to life. so, for example, you want fitness, like show up on a weekly basis, you know, it doesn't matter like if the workout's super unbelievably difficult high intensity or if it's really easy or if you just show up and you just go through the motions but that you show up every week to to give life to your fitness it's the same thing with other goals and stuff like that the fucking piece that i think that's important because I think everybody knows that consistency on a weekly basis is going to bring something together it's like what is that accountability piece what is that community community piece like mm-hmm. what what is it that drives you to come is it like your group those those group of guys who are going to like you know, give you shit. If you don't show up, is it going to be, what, what is that for you?
1: Uh, yeah. I think it's coming to, to the, you know, consistent workouts. I, I started to like build relationships with the other guys that are in my, my session. So that's very helpful. We do kind of, you know, make fun of each other if we miss a session and uh, that, that piece is really huge. And I don't think I recognize that um, before coming to big fitness. I think like having, especially when you playing team sports, when you're, you know, in high school or when you're younger, that team dynamic is huge um having other people motivating you and i think a lot of guys um get into like i have a lot of friends in college that would just start going to gyms by themselves and they had you know mixed results because just doing it by yourself is really hard um not having <clears throat> someone to like not only hold you accountable but to make it fun and to make it like a community experience um because it is about like it's something that you're striving for together and that, uh, having that, um, uh, motivating factors, I think huge fundamental.
0: Yeah. I, I totally think that that's true. I mean, uh, the, the, I think that the community is like such an important aspect of it. I think, um, because without, you know, we just let's just put it this way. You're, you're basically, what do they say? You're the sum of you're the sum of the, uh, you know, the top five people you kick it with, like on a regular basis, right? So like, a piece of you, a piece of them is a piece of you, and it's like five, the top five people. If you're hanging out with that many people, um, on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. I think if you and the re- and so like, and so like if you're surrounding yourself in a community of. People who are trying to improve their fitness. They're trying to go out and do extracurricular shit like we do, like volleyball and stuff like this. Or we go out to, the, we go out and do the fucking, t- the tough modern shit like that. You know, if you get yourself, if you get yourself into a community of people that like will praise you for pushing yourself, praise you for like, you know, showing up, praise you for like seeing results in your fitness, then you're going to want to do that. The same is true that if if you like get yourself in a situation where you know you put your fucking self in uh in a in a room full of potheads nothing against potheads whatever I'm wearing a fucking shirt right now that's psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms and I'm sunglasses that I'm sure destroy your eye, your retina your eye and just so I'm gonna go blind and but in any <laughs> in any case so I get I get that uh, but what I'm saying is like if you go if they praise you for doing that shit like, Hey, do quit your job. Like the fuck are you not partying with us? Like then that's what you'll do, you know, because you want the praise of your community. So you're looking for to be putting yourself into a community that praises you for going hard, especially if that's what you want. You know, I feel like that's like the main thing. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. I I think that's one of the things I appreciate about, uh, big fitness is it's not just like, there's, there's plenty of like, um, you know, helping people reach their, like, you know, fat loss or muscle building goals, but that's not like the core of the mission here. It's very much like, what is each person's, uh, like what's the best version of themselves that they're trying to get to whatever that means. And it's not so much about these, like really, this really narrow band of results that everyone is trying to get. Uh, it's very much tailored to each individual person. And it's like, um, I think that understanding that that's like everyone's on their own journey and it's not, um, you know, one size fits all.
2: What would you say is your best self? Like, in what situation are you like? I feel um, my best.
1: I mean, I I feel like right now I feel like I'm the the strongest, healthiest version of myself I've ever been. Like, even even more so than when I was in like high school, and I, I thought that like it'd be like downhill from there. Um, you I thought think, that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I, th- I think when you're, like, I was, like, playing football and track and all kinds of things, um, and I just thought, like, there's no way my audio is, is it killing cotton? me right now.
0: What's going
2: on? In and out?
1: Yeah, I'm losing Shoot. myself. Oh, there we go. Okay. Good. You um, got it back? Yeah, I think so.
0: That's the one that's a little bit janky. We got we got you some you headphones. Gave it,
1: you gave it to your guest. Yeah, I know. Very nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, well I, you never they all look the same. So it's like Yeah, <laughs> you never you know, know which one it is. It's, it's, it's like
2: <laughs> I usually get that one I feel like.
0: Yeah, like th- there's one person who's always like, Fuck, what's going on? Um yeah, yeah. like, oh, man, the fucking audio cable shit. <laughs> I don't know what's
1: going on. Yeah. So I think the um best version of myself that I I think having um <clears throat> having goals that I'm pursuing, but then like also being very comfortable with where I'm at and knowing that it's uh, sustainable and, and healthy and that I'm like able to pursue. Cause like fitness isn't the only thing that I'm doing with my life. Like that's, it's important in it, in the, that it serves like everything else that I'm doing. Right, right, right. Um, so I think the best version of myself is, is somewhat dependent on my like fitness goals and where I'm at, but it's really a measure of like, what am I doing with that? How is it serving me in other areas?
0: And I was just going to say, expand on that. What, what is it that, that fitness does for you in other areas of your life? Like obviously fitness is important, but that's not the goal. The goal is to have high yeah, fitness right. so that you can, Right. So what's, so what exactly does it mean by that?
1: So I kind of mentioned like the emotional regulation. I think that's, that's pretty huge. Like, um, managing your like, um, day by day, um, energy level and like emotional state working out is huge in that. Um, and then I think like, there's a lot to be said for like, I want to be able, I want to be strong enough to do certain things in life. Like I want to, uh, go, you know, running or play volleyball with, uh, you know, this group and being able to do those things and not be hurt, not be exhausted, uh, you know, crazy sore the next day because I'm, I'm maintaining myself. I think that's, that's for me, like the types of things that I want it to, uh, to serve for me.
0: Yeah. I kind of think like, dude, putting yourself through some suffering every day, you know, (laughs) like just fucking showing up and just putting yourself through some kind of like Physical pain, like people think that, like you know, getting hypoglycemic and feeling, getting like puke, or actually puking is, you know, that's that's a fail. Dude, that is a fucking win, man.
1: Oh, dude, I hate puking. <laughs>
0: right, 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 right. Well, I'll do
1: whatever I can to avoid it. It's
0: not a great. It's not. Gra- I didn't say it's a great feeling, but but I think like, but I think it's a win in that like you're you're pushing your body's like homeostatic, like you're getting well outside of your body's homeostatic level, putting it into a state of emergency, because it's like. You know, and, and some and like if it happens for you quickly, then you're in a state of emergency quickly. You know what I'm saying? That means that like you might be like fucking if a wolf was chasing you, let's say <laughs> you know, yeah and you've gotta like get away from this wolf. I mean this is practical. It might have a wolf chase
1: you all those wolves in St. Louis, man.
2: Oh yeah. You,
0: you could be going some up the you know, you could be going up those stairs and on halfway up the stairs you just you fall over puking, you know, because you weren't fucking in the gym. <laughs> get your fucking get your squats in you know mm-hmm. and I think that for, for me I think that is such a huge part not okay not maybe not running away from wolves although guys you might get chased by wolves but that's not that's not the that's not the, the point though and I think that like emotional regulation and there's uh, amongst so many things to keep your fitness up to a tackle like the daily life I just feel like getting yourself showing up to a thing every day where it's hard as fuck physically on your body Because I think if you callous your body, it can callous your mind. And that's where I was going with that. Callous your body, callous your mind. If you can push yourself through an hour workout, a two-hour workout, whatever, where, like, you know, you're doing reps and you're sweating and you're out of breath and you're feeling a bit dizzy and things are starting to narrow in and you're just trying to get those last couple reps, and fucking when you go to the office, it's going to be nothing. When you go to the office and fucking Carol's giving you a fucking hard time, and fucking Carol, dude. Damn, I was Carol. just yeah, I just hit fucking, you know, I just hit ten miles and like fucking a hundred push ups and fucking a hundred pull ups, bitch. Like there's nothing. <laughs> there's, you can't fuck you can't fucking you can't fuck with me. I'm getting my paperwork done and I'm getting out of here today. I'm not, you're not gonna fuck with me. But if but dude, if you're not getting those push ups in, then Carol might fuck your whole day up. You might show up, Carol's just like having one of those fucking days, and she's just fucking being a huge, just a huge whatever it is. Neenies. Huge meanie, she just being meanie to you, and you know you're just like, what the fuck did I do? It ruins your whole day, and you're driving home. Fucking Carol, dude, she was talking shit. I don't even know what I did. (laughs) It, and I feel like you know that stuff doesn't fucking bother you. You know when you push yourself to, fucking puke at the gym because you
2: know you're like your best version. So it's like nobody can tell you anything. It's like I I know I'm good. And you do the things that you need to do to know you're good, right you know like yeah. you know you're probably missing something when people are coming at you if you're not like doing fitness, doing what you need to do, so you kind of believe them when they tell you the things that I don't know mean things whatever they whatever they say right, right so.
1: yeah, I think the um, the confidence building of like sticking with something long term um, is, is huge. And it's like, it, it does bleed into other areas of your life. Like, even if you're not necessarily thinking about it that way, if you're not like, um, trying to, I think it just sort of keeping with the habit
2: areas of your life. Has it?
1: Um, so, so I think, I mean, there's, there's the, there's the office drama, uh, the people that annoy me at work that, Fucking Carol. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's all, for me, I see it more like there's, um, I've seen things in the last like decade or so of my life that have sort of um, enabled me to, to be that version of myself now. So I, I don't know, like, I think that I'll continue to see uh, that, but um, I've seen myself fight through, um, you know, adversity in in the past and i think that really has given me this belief that like even with my physical goals i can i can do that um but i, I guess I, I don't know other than the everyday office drama my my life right now is not not too uh i'm not being chased by wolves that's yeah. for sure
2: Dude, what kind of adversity I don't, I don't you don't have to answer in too no, much detail if you don't want to but.
1: um so like my my like career arc when i uh was getting ready to like go into college. I really wanted to be a pilot. That was like my big dream. So I like applied to the Air Force Academy uh, and like almost got in and then got told no. And that was like my first like hard no in life, which uh, is, you know, not bad, but um, it was, it you know, it hurt at the time. Yeah. Uh, so then I went into like ROTC for a little bit, decided that wasn't for me and then enrolled in like a flight school. Um, moved across the country, and was like a month out from starting that when I had, uh, like health issue. I had a seizure actually. And surprisingly, the FAA doesn't want pilots to have seizures. What? So yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so all of a sudden I'd like, you know, I was so close to accomplishing this dream of mine. And that really just like put the kibosh on it because there's like a 10 year waiting period after you have a seizure. No matter what, if you really, you can take medicine, you can have treatment. But you have to go seizure free for a decade, <clears throat> so that really, I, I, at that point, it, that was that was the, the the tough one because it took me like two years to really accept that like okay, this is this is going to stop um, stop me from accomplishing what I want. Um,
2: so you spent your whole life kind of like working for that, and then it got taken from you. So where do you go from there?
1: So. I think, like I said, it took me a little while to like accept it. I I definitely tried to find, like, I was just convinced there's got to be some loophole out there that I can use. Um, And I just, I realized like, okay, like regardless, 10 years is a long time. So I'm going to have to do something else. Um, But I just found a way to try to like, okay, well, I can't do that. What's uh, what's a slightly... (laughs) how can I like modify this dream a little bit so that it's something I can actually accomplish? So the first step was I, I stayed at the school I was enrolled in I I did the maintenance program. So I got my, um, my aircraft maintenance license, um, which I then used. I worked as a mechanic while I was finishing my engineering degree. Um, but I went back to school, got my engineering degree and was like, okay, I'm going to be an aerospace engineer, mechanical engineer, uh, and, and, you know, work in that direction since I can't, uh, do the flying piece. I'll, I'll do it this way. Um, and you know, now I'm at Boeing. So like, I accomplished that, that dream to uh, some extent. Um, and
2: are you still wanting to be a pilot one day?
1: Yeah. So actually, um, what I'm really excited about this summer is I'm, I'm going to be working on my glider pilot rating. So like 10 years later, I'm actually getting to do some flying this summer.
2: So it has been 10 years. Yeah, this summer. We'll uh,
1: to- yeah, I think the the ten year. It was like 2012 the last time I had a seizure. Wow. So um, now the the I, I still can't get like a um, like a regular pilot's license. It's sort of like a sport pilot license, which is a little bit different because um, I'm still like I still take medication, so I'm still on. Uh, I I'm outside of the 10 year waiting period, but I have to actually come off medication, which I don't really want to do because it's just not worth the risk. Um, So I may try to do that at some point, but the, the sport pilot uh, Avenue is something that I can do right now. Um, So it's just like an example of like kind of modifying my goal. Like, okay, I can't reach that specific version of this, but there's, there's other, other ways that I can pursue, pursue the stream. And um, so that's, that's what I'm trying to do now. So I'm, there we go. I'm pretty psyched.
2: So 10 years. So did you plan out everything and then research? And how did
1: that <laughs> work? I wish I could say that. No. Uh, no, I struggled all the way through it. Um I, I mean, I knew like, okay, like I can get my my license, I can get my my maintenance license, I can get my engineering degree. Um like I knew there were I knew there were steps that I could take, but it's it's been um a process like I, I like to think of it sort of like um, if I can use some engineering terminology like iterations of of my dream like figuring out okay here's my first like I've kind of got this like problem statement like what's my goal what do I want to accomplish uh, and then I came up with like the first uh, possible solution that didn't work out so I sort of iterated came up with something slightly different that didn't quite work out and I just kept doing that uh, so I think I'm just on you know whatever the 10th iteration of of that dream uh and i'm i'm liking where it's going so far and i do you
2: do that with all of your goals kind of uh
1: i mean maybe i don't know that i feel like that's a really high high bar i'd like to think that i do yeah but um i mean this one it's been really easy to see that because it's been uh kind of these big life milestones um
2: right right so they're much bigger goals yeah Wow. A more so, yeah, I feel like in fitness, though, that's a super important thing to do too. Like writing out exactly what the goal is, planning it out weeks, weeks, months in advance, and then shooting for it, just executing.
0: So. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, just overall, um, I, I, I keep saying, I'm I, I just always on the shit, but I think, like, the biggest thing is to always write down on paper real talk first. Like the things that you want in life. Like this is actually super interesting. Like 10 fucking years later, like Jordan's still in the fucking grind trying to fucking accomplish this thing. Um, and it, if you don't like write down your goals and like these steps to get there and understand it to detail and then put those plan, put that plan into action, actually execute like, you know, create the plan and then work the plan. Things don't come to fruition. And it's a matter of, and this was a, this was a thing that one of my clients said. Like, uh, to me, a couple months ago, which I fucking loved. Um, shout out to Scott Angus, dude. The, he's, he's a funny character. In any case, he came in and he goes, you know what, man? These fucking kids nowadays, they're just not fucking biting down until it dies. And I was like, dude, I fucking love that. I was like, explain. And he was like, well, when a lion wants to fucking eat, when a lion's hungry, goes out after the gazelle. And when it fucking goes after the gazelle, jumps on the back of that motherfucker, and the gazelle might kick and knock it off, get it, give it, give a kick to the jaw. of This fucking lion, but once that fucking lion bites down, like that, that fucking lion doesn't let go until the fucking until the fucking gazelle dies. You bite down until it dies. That thing fights, and that lion gets beat up, you know, and it and it 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 does not go down easy, but it. It bites down until it gets its fucking, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't bite down, then until it dies, then it doesn't fucking eat. If it just nibbles, if you, if you, if you go after something and it and you and you, tr- you try to take a bite, take a little nibble and it gives you a fucking punch in the jaw and that's it. You letting go, you know, like you, you want your fucking goal. You want it. What do you, what does it look like when I punch you right in the fucking jaw? And the fucking lion doesn't give a fuck about that jaw punch, dude. The lion keeps his fucking eye on the fucking prize, mm-hmm. and it never fucking lets go. Doesn't give a fuck, and then it kills that thing, eats the fuck out of that thing. It might eat like some, like a, like what is, it, what is this? The hyena, just to fucking tell the rest of the hyenas, to, hyenas to fuck off, because this is my fucking kill. Because I bit down till fucking died. That's a fucking crazy thing that Scott Angus said to me. <laughs>
2: that is profound. <laughs>
0: especially, especially Scott Angus. Okay, if anybody probably, you know, if you know Scott Angus or anything, is this guy's a tenured professor out at uh, Maryville University. Fucking awesome dude. He's just such a peculiar guy. He has guy.
2: the best stories, and that is just so him. That, that story, <laughs> hey, I just August love story. that. This
0: you, would, you would never know, though. No, no, if you, saw no, if you dude, met
2: him. Even once you you'd be like, oh wow, he's so nice, right? But then you just you every time I see him, I I find out more about him. Right? You are so interesting. <laughs> like it's it's amazing. He'll, I love wa-
0: him. he'll walk in on a rant. Like he walks in with random shit. I, like he's been here for like three years, and like he still walks in with random shit. Like yeah, this is a uh, this is a battle machete from <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? An actual what
0: are you bat- about? Wait, he's
1: bringing machetes into the. This is a
0: battle machete from the Viking warriors, right out of Scotland. I, I don't know. He's fig- I'm like, what? All and 10 then
2: sometimes to- he's like, Russian orange, right? <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> is those fucking, random things. I you, love it.
0: You never, I can never really put my finger on Scott Angus, man. But uh, any case, he told me that story, and and um, and he said, you just can't be a, you can't be a nibbler. You can't be a nibbler, especially in today's day and age. Like, if you want to accomplish your shit. You want to be successful in what you're up to. You can't be a nibbler, dude. You got to bite yeah. down until it dies.
1: Yeah, I think it takes like this sort of <clears throat> unrealistic optimism, this like to to not give up and just think. Because I know there were a lot of people um, when I after I first had my seizure that were just like, "Yeah, you you're just gonna have to accept like this is not for you," and like <clears throat> I I would like kind of give it like verbally, like yeah, okay, I guess. But like in the back of my mind, I knew that I wasn't giving up on that. Like. Okay, like I'll take this as a no for now. Like it really is just a maybe. Like right. I'll 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 get my yes eventually somehow some way. Uh, it may not be the same yes, maybe a little different, but yeah, you got you got to have that like willingness to hang on even when, you know, it's it's fighting back.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, even if even how you've deviated, like cuz the thing is too is that like shit life does fucking happen, dude. Shit does happen. Like that's a fucking, you know what I mean, like but you've not you've not let go of the target. You know, and that's the thing that I feel again with like, with, with like, re- just bringing fitness back around. Like, mm-hmm. for me, dude, you know, it was fitness for me starting the business up that kept, that kept me from having like, so I would like have these crazy anxiety attacks because like I had to fucking, you know, it was like a million, it was a hundred miles an hour. Like, you know, everything was falling apart around me. Dude, fitness, like, like running particularly would just would like get rid of all that bullshit and then i get back to business you know what i mean like but it was the running that like your mind starts to race it starts to come up with all sorts of shit like it come it starts to say like you know you start to doubt yourself you start to and then you fucking punch yourself in the mouth with a fucking hard workout and it's like you're back to business it's like let's mm-hmm. fucking go dude i'm ready to take on the world man i've been listening to heavy
2: metal <laughs> i fucking set fires to, to shit earlier today Let's go. You realize how many excuses your mind makes up when you're running. And then you're like, okay, so I wonder what excuses it's making and, and the rest of my life. Like I can't believe the things that it'll come up with. Mm. Like, oh, oh, your, your leg is cramping. I'm like, no, it's not. Like I'm fine. I'm, I'm chilling. <laughs> my body doesn't even hurt. They're like, oh, like, uh, I said they in my head.
0: Right, right. Well, <laughs> well that's, like, that's like the fucking, it's, um, it's the ancient Toltec. If anybody knows who the ancient Toltec civilization is, this is, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz fucking, you know, uh, the four agreements book. If anybody wants to check that out, but in any case, like the ancient Toltec were these weird, you know, they were cool guys, probably cool men and women lived in the, you know, South America, kicked it down there. And they were, it was an ancient kind of civilization that, that studied ancients and they were like artists and scientists and doctors and philosophers, all the stuff that made up the civilization. They kind of created a framework for the mind and. And consciousness and reality understanding. These these people have an interesting perspective of what that is you're talking about in the mind. Which is, they call it the mitote. And the mitote is the room of voices.
2: Do you know this, Jordan? No. Oh, I, I thought you were shaking your head like yes.
1: No, I'm very interested. Professor, right. Professor, Did, Professor Jordan is talking. Yes,
0: yes. Professor Jordan. And but, like Professor Jordan, psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> yep. And sunglasses that are ruining my... Yeah, you're, you're the community
1: the, college professor, by the yeah. Definitely.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the, the room of voices, and in the room of voices, which is like your ego and like all sorts of weird memories and people's judgments and all sorts of stuff, they, it ta- it's all these voices that talk to you. And they want all sorts of different things. And if you get lost in this, in this, this, this mitote, You get lost in the mitote. Basically, what happens is you're starting to relate with all of the voices as if they are you. So, like, for example, one voice says, hey, sit down on the couch and eat this fucking potato chip. That's great. And you're like, that sounds awesome. I love that. But then another side of you says, dude, don't sit down on the couch and eat the potato chip. Okay, well, fucking, that's good, too. All right, hey, go to work. Oh, hey, call off. Hey, fuck this. Fuck that. Love this. Not cool with that. All sorts of contradicting fucking bullshit happening, lots of voices, and if you don't if you don't like you know bring yourself to the presence of that like running brings you to the presence of the mitote, mm-hmm. like things like this uh, or the room of voices, and see that you are not those voices, you are not the the mind you know the mind is uh the mind is a part of you, but it is not you, then you can start to see like, a light at the end of the tunnel, like, and, uh, or to, to kind of see what, what your aim is, what what really it is that you want to be, but until you stop, like, relating with all of these, you know, all of these voices, stop, stop acting like that, these voices are you, because if you don't, then once, once you latch on to one, then right now, right now, I'm, I'm fitness freak, never going out drinking, nothing like that, tomorrow, I'm hitting the bottle, I'm going out with the friends, the next day, I'm sort of both. The next day, I'm back to fitness freak. The next one, I'm out drinking. The next one, I don't know what the fuck else. But that's that's going to start fucking with your head bad because you're going to be like you're you're all sorts of stuff, and it's all based on whatever. Maybe your mom wants you to be a doctor. Now you're a doctor for a day. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. It's like now you're a doctor. You just think that that you're a doctor because you you don't you want your mom. But you know, in any case, the idea though is. Like bringing yourself to that suffering brings you to the present moment do you uh do you do anything like that? do you do any kind of like do you think fitness helps you bring yourself to presence? do you do any type of meditations uh
1: so i i mean i um there will be times I know where I'm like I have like sort of those like multiple voices in my head um and it it's like in the moment of like intense stress when I'm like I have a lot of things in my mind um and i I don't know. Uh, I mean I would imagine that the, the fitness journey has helped with this but I do have this like okay like let's just I sort of like acknowledge like all these different messages that are coming in like okay this part of me is saying this there's this, also this message and I'm feeling these things and I think it it's like I'm gonna let the uh, yeah, fire
2: the
0: truck fire. go by <clears throat> it's a fucking, a massive catastrophe <laughs> yeah. yeah for
1: real <laughs>
0: <I run>
3: okay <laughs> God. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> 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 They're still going. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I think um taking like taking a pause and just sort of like, all right, what are all what are all these messages that are coming in and like writing them down sort of mentally at least? Uh and then like answering each one individually and saying, like, okay, like there's there's gonna be like truth and lies in each of these. Um And like going through those and just being like, really, I think having a lot of like compassion for yourself in that process and recognizing like, okay, they're going to be like, I only, I have a limit. There's only so many things that I can do at once. Uh, So I got to like acknowledge that and, and recognize like, okay, what, what's true here? What's not. And what, what do I want to do with that right now? Uh, And sometimes that can be, sometimes it does mean like, okay, I need a break. I need to not like put out right now. Uh, And then sometimes it's like, no, I need to fight this. I need to. Um, do, you know, whatever this thing is, that's, that's causing me a lot of stress and I'm really worried about, I just need to face it and do it. Um, I think it, it's like recognizing that you're going to have a different answer to those questions at different times and that's okay. Um, but being aware of them and like knowing that they're going to, you know, pop up at different times and sometimes all at once is, is a huge thing.
0: Yeah, man. And I feel like the, like, and this, this is sort of like the, the ego, man, this is sort of a recognition of the ego, like what the ego is and like how the ego plays such a hard role, like in, in everything that you do, man. And every single thing that you do, like, for example, um, like for example, for example, like I always ask people, you know, kind of, what do you want? You know, what, what do you want? What is your goal? Because in personal training, what is your goal? And, you know, I always get what I find to be, bullshit because i think that they don't actually know what their goal is i think the number one reason i think that the number one reason why people don't reach their goals is because they don't have them but that's because they're afraid to have them and so let me tell you what i mean do a quick quick example like
1: does it involve wolves
0: this one might (laughs) (laughs) so jordan real quick if i were to tell you that i would give you one billion u.s dollars right now one billion
1: okay Let's do that, right?
0: I give you one billion U.S. dollars, okay? And would you take that? Would you? I I, no strings attached. It's real money. It's all verified. Good to go. It's your money now. I paid the tax on my end. Probably,
1: (laughs) I probably would.
0: You would take it, yeah? Maybe. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's actually an interesting that there would be any hesitation. I would take it immediately, guys. (laughs) There would be no hesitation. I'll be like, listen fucking go buying a fucking yacht we're gonna get nuts i'm gonna i'm gonna like push a lot of it into the business we (laughs) want to make sure that we're farming that shit out but we're going fucking hard right now everybody has to have an income goal everybody has to have an income goal every motherfucker on this planet needs to have an income goal now if i said write down your income goal right now would you write down a billion dollars
2: Fifty million—that's mine.
0: Fifty million, mm. that's mine. Mm, 50 million. <laughs> but you take <laughs> very specific.
2: Yeah, right. it's on my vision boards. So. There we go. There we go. And what about you?
1: I mean, I probably wouldn't write down a billion. No, no, but, but you I'd would take it. But you would take it. Uh-huh.
0: So that means that you want it, right? That means that you want it. You want the. You want it, but you won't write it down. What's interesting about setting goals is that there's more to it than just setting the goal. There's also paying attention. To your mind when you're by yourself and you write your goals down. This is a, this is a really good, this is a really good practice for anybody listening. Write down your top 10 goals on a piece of paper right now at this very moment. If you listen to this on the podcast, do it. You guys try this out. Write your top 10 goals and, every, and for those top 10, why are you writing that goal down? What's the reason? And if it's, if it's an income goal, why is it that you put a number at like, let's say 50 million on your, let's say you, you think about 50 million in your mind, and then before you can put it down on paper, you, you, you roll your eyes and erase it. If you write it down, you erase it, put it down a little bit lower, put it down a little bit lower. Because in your mind, like, you're listening to the people around you rolling their eyes, saying that making a million dollars, five fifty fifty million 50, 50 million dollars, fucking a billion dollars, like, what, what, what do you, what do you mean, Jordan? Like, Like, let's be realistic, motherfucker. Like, dude, you're more like a hundred thousand dollars kind of guy, dude. Like, (laughs) let's bring it down. Like, why would you do that to yourself? It's because it's not you doing it. You want the billion, dude. You want the you want the fifty million. You want like the real money. You want the real life. And if you say you don't want that, that's not you talking. Why the fuck wouldn't you want that? That's the ego talking. The ego wants to set you into like these these like these, um, you know, these these constraints, these these limiting factors. I was sort of talking about this when we were driving. We had an interesting conversation on the way to the volleyball. Event. <laughs> Jordan probably just thinks like this dude is just eye cracked the whole time. Like dude, not, dude, that showing yeah, up with no. mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Are you on drugs? I've <laughs> never, I've never taken, um, I've never taken mushrooms in my life. Not saying that I won't. I might even do DMT one day. I don't even give a fuck. But I'll do it like. When I'm good and successful and all that's good, but I'll do that like I'll do it the right way. I'll have like shamans and shit. I'll do like a, I'll p- do a pilgrimage. Right, yeah. down. But yeah. that's because I have this
2: no. ayahuasca trip.
0: That's a, that's a <laughs> if for anybody jumping in on on, <laughs> on big fish <laughs> jo- Jordan Fisher's big fish. If you ever see Jordan Fisher in, in the gym, make sure you call him Big Fish. That's wow. Well, that's
2: okay. his name, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big F. But but he uh. <laughs> but, uh <laughs> yeah. But, but he, he's going to come with me to do a DMT uh, experience. Oh. You guys can come, you guys can okay. come, you guys can come.
1: Me, for some but, hearing.
0: But like, for me, I just, I don't really, I don't really attach good or bad to these things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that there's a way that you can completely fuck your life up with anything. Like you can fuck your life Wait, up. Wait,
2: did we finish the practice? Oh, sure, yeah, the, the I mean, that was
0: did, I mean, I mean, that's so, write
2: down 10 year goals.
0: So I mean, that was so I so the practical thing is to just write down 10 goals and then maybe write down what goes on in your head and why you wrote those down. And for the most part, and like what happens when you write that down? Like you you want the best for yourself. You want abundance in your life. I know you do. If you could try to convince me that you don't want abundance in your life, I know that you, you that you, you need some work because why the fuck would you want hardship? Why would you want...
2: Actually, something you did with me the other day, which was so helpful and something I've never done. Let's go. Yeah. So I was telling you, I was like, oh, I love these apartments. One Cardinal Way. It's in St. Louis. I was like, they are so pretty. Mm. But I was like, they're just so expensive. He's like, well, how expensive are they? And I was like, well, I think they're like 1500 a month, something like that. And he was like, all right, we're going to sit down. How much do you need to make you know, per week per day, per hour. Like we got down to the thing and it was like, I just need to make $35 an hour in an eight hour day. And I was like, I just, that's crazy. I never even sat down and really planned it out. So that's why I asked you if you had planned for your goals at all, because Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is just a me thing that I've just never done that every other successful person is doing or, or what the case is.
0: Well, Less than 3% of U.S. adults write their goals down. And less than 1% of that 3% have them with them at all times.
1: Yeah, I'm in the 97%. That's fucking...
0: <laughs> oh, really?
2: Oh. No way? <laughs> oh, never mind. Joy, get your ass on the ball, brother. <laughs> Start writing. Yeah. Go. <laughs> so, so, dude, so, like,
0: why the fuck not? Let's go with that.
1: I mean, I, that's, it's hard. Um, I didn't, yeah, I never wrote them down. Uh, it was always like, just like in, in my head, which is not the same. Um, but one thing I did do like recently, um, I was like doing this, uh, thing with like a life coach. Um, and she was walking me through like a values assessment and that I was actually writing down. And so I, I've seen the value of this because I, she gave me like a list of like, I don't know, like 200, core values, like, I don't know, truth, um, family, uh, there's some things like job career on there, uh, just a whole, whole bunch of things. And the, the goal was to like narrow it down to like three or four top core values. Um, and I just went like crazy on this. I, I like made this whole diagram on my computer with every, every core value and I was like organizing them and whatnot. And it was, it was very helpful to like see it. And to so I sort of, like, categorized and ranked things um, to, to like, sort of put into writing, like, who is who is Jordan? What's important to him? What are his core values? They're, they've always been in my head. But actually seeing it, bef- you know, in front of me was was very cool. And I, so I imagine doing that with the goals would be.
2: How hard was that to narrow down to I, three or four?
1: It took me, like, three weeks. Like, every every week I kind of, I had it like, I actually had a goal of, uh, eliminating like certain number from the list. And there were some on there that were just like, yeah, that would never even, you know, be close. So like, those are the easy ones. And then they're just a whole bunch of like, well, like that's so close to this one. And this one is so close to that one. And like, how do I, how do I not put family up there? Like there's all kinds of like debates that I'd get in between uh, two or three of them. So it, it took me a while. Do you, it was,
2: do you remember which ones you picked?
1: So the top two I picked were truth and love. Um, Explain,
2: explain. Why did you choose those?
1: So I think that has a lot. So I like grew up in the church and those are very like churchy words. Um, But I think for me, it's, uh, those are things like definitely that were taught to me in that environment, but I've sort of embraced as my own and I have like my own personal definition to them now. Um, So I think those, those have always been important to me, but they just have gained like new meaning. Like I know, specifically what that means for me um those are so those are my top two and then I had like a, a group of I don't remember I'd have to pull out my phone which is up there but oh yeah Do you um, have
2: it like as a screensaver or just like in in your notes or something
1: no I, I should though I have it like I, I think I made like a um like a uh, diagram, like just of those top ones. Um, but I, I have been meaning to like, like I think I should like print this out and put it like at my desk or something so I can like see it.
2: Like a vision board.
1: Yeah, okay. That's
2: a good idea. There we go. Really good idea.
0: Sarah's on the, Sarah's like per, like personal training, like in a podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. no, no. i love it
0: dude sarah's killing it dude she's she's always whooping people's ass in here they're leaving like they're leaving bent over just beating and bruised
3: oh my
0: God. <laughs> i was saying this the other day i was saying like sarah is uh she's a uh she floats like a butterfly stings like a bee man you can't you can't um uh, underestimate the, the the fierce
1: sarah schmidt yep <laughs> That's why you you got to get out of her way when you're playing volleyball. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right.
2: right Run you over. over. That's exactly right. Nothing like you, though. What's
0: up, dude? (laughs) dude, I'm just a spaz, man. (laughs) Yours is
2: not on purpose.
0: Headbutts
1: flying everywhere. I'm just a
0: spaz. Dude, that's just like my – it's like the energy that it's emitting from my body at all fucking moments of the day (laughs) is like it's hard hard. to wrangle in, you know? It's like it's a gift and a curse, like – I call myself an endurance talker, but I also will just fucking like not really know what I'm doing. I'll just be fucking going. And people around me are like, what the fuck is happening? What's happening with this fucking guy? That's hilarious. <laughs> but like, you know, it gets a lot done. It's 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 useful, but then at the same time, it's it's also like, whew, man, I sometimes I'm just like, dude, just
3: relax. <laughs> 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 you know?
0: But uh, no shit. Uh what, anyways, fuck what we're we talking about. Anyways, yeah, so dude,
1: Vision board,
2: <laughs> but I did, yeah. I did want to ask you because I don't really understand like what truth is to me. Authenticity is on on mine, so is, mm. is it kind of the same with you?
1: Yeah, that, that was another one that was on that list, and so that was one, uh, that was like okay, authenticity, truth like there is a there is this. I think it's um, authenticity, maybe uh, it, it can apply to both like being authentic to yourself and to others, so I think that's definitely. Um, one of the meanings that I assign to that, um, I think it's both that and also like seeking to understand truth, like um, being truthful to yourself and others, but then also like pursuing um, like knowledge and experience and all of that in in an effort to um, have like an accurate and uh, useful understanding of the world around you. I guess I like that. That's how I see it.
2: So how do you do that?
1: <laughs> oh, tough. Man. So many hard questions. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like reading other people's perspectives on things, um, especially, like I said, coming from like that church background, growing up in the church and then, um, having honestly a very like sheltered, um, upbringing and then going through like my college years and, you know, being exposed to all these other different, um, methods and and perspectives, um, that, that really taught me to embrace like, okay, like whenever I have an opinion about something, I'm just one side of that. Like there, there are so many other, uh, views on that same topic and it's really not okay for me to, to like think that I understand something unless I've done the work of like approaching it from all these different angles, um, trying to seek out opinions that are very, very different than my own, uh, to, um, better understand, not just like, like I know my perspective on this thing, but what's, what's somebody else's perspective. Cause I, I, th- I think I've embraced this idea that everyone has an equally valid, um, <clears throat> experience of the world and everyone has an equally valid claim to truth. Um, like you, you certainly have your own and you should stand behind that, but recognize that so does everyone else. Yeah. And it's not just about you.
2: Like, yeah. And you could be wrong. You just you yeah. just gotta do your yeah. best to to really find the truth. I like yeah. that.
0: There's a guy there's a guy, you know, a famous dude. His name is Scott Adams. He uh he was the the author of Dilbert, the the comic. Hmm. And uh, he does all sorts of other shit too. But he's got a really good book called Loser Think, which I definitely recommend. But it's talking about this exact thing where, you know, if you find yourself like walking around, like sort of thinking that like your ideologies are the core ideologies of the planet, like, and that anything that f- f- like f- basically like falls outside of the, the lines of this ideology that you have is wrong, then that's like a form of loser thing. And a form of intelligence is to go into a conversation, even though you have strong ideology, right? Because it's it, 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 your ideology for you is basically, it's going to be centered around your highest possible virtue. And that virtue for you, that's your highest, your highest possible possible virtue Whatever that is, that is like your God in this planet. You know, that is like your thing. And that's not wrong, you know. But for you to think that everybody else should follow the highest, your highest possible virtue in in this massive, like, infinite, you know, universe that we live, like, is just a form of loser thing. So a form of intelligence would be to enter a conversation with a strong view inside of the story, but with the ability to see openly and listen in. To the other person's, because to the other person's side, and like if you can do that, if you can have that debate, if you can look and and actually a form of strength, I think, is if if you have the ability to be like to listen, engage, actually like absorb it to try to understand their side, and then change your mind, say they have a better view. Let's oh my fucking somebody else better view than you on mm. a fucking topic, more right than you. <laughs> What? No, 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 no. Like, but being able to see that. Now, I'm not saying everybody's other views. Like, I'm just saying having the ability to change your mind or or stance is, a, in my opinion, a, a, a form of intelligence and definitely, um, definitely a form of strength. Hundred
2: mm-hmm. percent.
1: Yeah, this reminds me. I was uh, I saw something yesterday about like this uh, like study that was done where um, a group of uh, like graduate students went to like some small rural town. Uh, to talk with residents about, like, environmental protection laws or something. And, like, they know, like, going into it, that the demographic of this place is going to be very, you know, anti-sort of, like, government involvement, especially, like, environmental issues, not really very important. So they went in with this attitude of, like, the, the, the method was they would, like, uh, they'd use certain language that was less, uh, like, ideological or less, like, political, uh, like waste or pollution, things that nobody would like that aren't necessarily like political buzzwords. Uh, and then they would just like listen to the other person very honestly and um, try to try to like work to understand their views on these kind of generic terms uh, and what it meant for them in their community. And then uh, they would just sort of represent, okay, here, I hear you saying these things, like I relate with that, here's my view on it with, like, no agenda to, like, change their mind. Um, And it was actually way, way more successful at, um, I think they were trying to, like, get signatures on a petition or something like that. They got way more people to actually respond when they were genuinely just engaging with them on the topic and sharing their perspective at, like, an equal level rather than trying to come in and, like, you need to change your mind on this, you're wrong about this.
2: Yeah. I like that. I like that. Just... Hearing hearing people's sides. I think that's so interesting when, like, people just tell me their view. I don't want you to put your view on me, but I do want to understand why you think that way.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. You know? Always.
2: And I could be convinced if you're not telling me that I'm wrong, you're right. You know, I could be convinced if you have some good points. But if you're going to come at me and say, like, you're wrong about this, 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 this. Here's what's right. I'm like, okay, well, you're kind of bullshit then. Like, you know, you don't you don't have a real view on it you just have one ideology you
0: know right and I, I also want to mention that in the US we had a couple of US statistics guys by the way I don't know if any of this is true so this could all be <laughs> bullshit guys so like just for everybody listening in take this with a fucking grain of salt alright it's not a big deal but I'm going to tell you something the guy
1: with <laughs> shrimps on his shirt is
0: about to yeah. tell you something listen you're going to learn facts you're going to learn the meaning of life right now from me and um I'm about to tell you. So in any case Hear it. So basically, here's the deal. And I can't remember where I got this. So maybe it was maybe it was Forbes magazine. I should bring all my all my sources here, but in any case. Um, less than something along these lines. About 94% of US Americans will look at the headline of an article, read three sentences in and be done. And then tell everybody
1: about the article i read this article
0: <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. and um and, and and this is bad because these articles are being like political buzzwords like you said very like very like explosive words very like you know um divisive words very you know um provocative words being used in these headlines to catch your attention in a world full of information and if you're on, and if you're only going to you know get, like read this dumb shit fucking the title of this article and read three sentences in and then back, you know, that's what I got for my attention. I'm back to Instagram. You know, say you actually read an article. I, I, I have this hunch that most people who like quotations um, read an article.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They are, they've seen a post on Instagram or they saw something on Twitter. And like now they, and the only way that they can kind of like try to bring a little bit of credibility to any word that they're saying is that they've seen it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like I pretty much always will give you the old disclaimer if I don't know the exact source, because same fucking deal with me. Yeah. But in any case, yeah. I try to actually do research. And I'm huge, especially with the gym, on, like, using the science through NSCACSM. CSM. But for the most part, like, I think that that's probably true. Like,
2: today, I got this notification on my Apple Watch. Space anomaly. NASA's so confused at, like, why this probe's not working right. Like, something's happening in space. I'm like, oh, shit. I read the article. It's like... Yeah, the probe's just forty five years old, so it's not working right. Like all right, cool.
0: <laughs> fucking god damn it.
2: I thought there was a sp- like I thought aliens were coming down, like fucking with the probe. We we did we we need
0: aliens to come down, I think.
2: Oh I, I, I did,
1: did, did you watch the hearing? I didn't watch the hearing. What's the hearing? There was a hearing on aliens. What yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? Uh the like Navy was testifying about uh UFOs. When? <clears throat> it was like yesterday. <gasps>
0: Dude, okay. What The fuck do you think, dude? Do you think we do? Actually, I don't know how much you can
1: say. He works at Boeing, he works with the aliens in the alien, yeah, alien. Program. The, yeah, the, he's dude, he directly works with in the, the
2: aliens. alien division of, yeah. of Boeing
1: right here in St. Louis. Yeah, I can't
0: say too much. The FBI's, FBI's probably already in this since we said, Oh, yeah, we, we said they're, they're gonna shut down the pod. As soon as we say Boeing, that's when they like zone in.
2: <laughs> the aliens are like,
0: Hmm. What <laughs> They're like, these motherfuckers know about us, dude. They're going to chop me up. <laughs> we got a client in here who's like, so we got, we got Jordan here. He works he works indirectly with the aliens, but he will eventually work directly with the aliens. And then this is what we are in. But and then
2: you'll come right on the podcast and expose <laughs> ex-
0: everything. Exactly. exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. fucked up. We can't be saying this. We're gonna, yeah, I know. This will be detrimental. We're like, going to cut this out. <laughs> this will be detrimental to Jordan's ability to grow in the company.
1: <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> Took time off in the middle of the day to go talk about <laughs>
0: The aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got this client. This is funny, and he's told me this. He's told me this before. So, like, full A. Hey, f- Don't let you know before you guys like you know crash my car on fucking Jefferson, and then you know snatch me out of my car and put me in the van and like put a <laughs> thing on my head. Um, is this?
2: Is you, this- to the aliens, this message.
0: This message is to Boeing and the federal oh. government. <laughs> that's to those guys. the aliens. I don't think they'd mind. I think they'd. Like eventually, I'll have the aliens on the pod. But yeah, in any case, <laughs> in any case, like I, I have this client. He's pretty. He's got. He's he's pretty high up. He's got a lot of. He's got a, like. A, a pretty high clearance, you know, and he can't talk about what he does at Boeing. You know, so you have heard about these people, and um, and I th- and he's the nicest dude in the world, like so nice, so cheery, like you know, great guy. He's been with us for a while, and uh, you know, he can't tell me what he does for a living. So I sa- I always say to him, like, dude, until you can tell me what you do for a living, I'm going to go ahead and assume <laughs> that you work directly with the aliens. Yeah, and he gets so serious after that, he says, dude. You can't. No, we can't talk about that. You can't your, ask me about that's, that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, wait a second. Dude, and when the, like but outside of that conversation, he never gets that way so I'm like, dude, this motherfucker works with the aliens. This yeah. fucking <laughs> guy works with the fucking aliens. You know, like he hasn't told me that he works with the aliens. He hasn't told me. He doesn't say anything at all. And that's mm-hmm.
2: why He hasn't said he doesn't work with the aliens. He doesn't
0: say he doesn't work with the aliens. So. Proof right there. Yeah. But but this is what he said, but he but because he's got such high clearance, you know, if somebody presses him for information, like let's say social media, let's say podcast, big fitness, fucking Spotify.
1: Yeah. You're you're on the list. You're on Definitely the watch on. list. Oh no, there's no
0: fucking doubt. Everybody, because every basically we okay. So I mean, I've put Jim on on, you know, and they do yearly. <gasps> they fun. do like they do like a thing. They do like a check of all these people's like social media all this shit. So and maybe even like quarterly or monthly or maybe every fucking day because they got aliens up there doing doing metrics. But in any case, like <laughs> when I bring that up, he gets weird and I think it's so fucking I think it's so funny. Um but he's told me that like he's had friends like joke around about it, you know, on Facebook and the FBI show up at their house.
2: Oh. Real talk. So there's <laughs> so there's some secrets with the aliens then.
0: Right. There's no doubt there's aliens there at Boeing working with Jordan indirectly and um and he's trying to work his way up to
1: No comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait till one day. Okay. Oh, that's awesome okay so so what is this navy navy discussion
1: oh i mean they uh they like have literal unidentified flying objects like navy pilots have seen and they have video of them and like no one knows what they are they like performance outside any known like aircraft and they don't just it's not just like some like reflection or something like that like they they get like radar signatures and all these things to make them think it's like some kind of object out there that in we space. just no, like in the atmosphere like in. over the ocean somewhere
0: <clears throat> guys oh boy like this makes sense to me this fucking makes sense to me okay this this is what's up ready first of all there's definitely fucking aliens out there sending probes to earth if dude if we okay if okay if we wanted to go see a planet what the fuck would we do we would send a fucking probe. We'd send like a robot that could do weird stuff. It, ha- it would look weird even. It would have weird fucking arms grabbing stuff. It would have weird weird
1: I wonder if we've stuff done stuff. that already. Right. Mars
0: fucking. We've done that to <laughs> Mars, yo. We got fucking weird, weird shit. I, I was listening to, I was listening to, uh, no, I wasn't listening to shit. My, my client who lives here in St. Louis, totally normal motherfucking dude. Killer, but totally normal dude. His wife works at one of those places, like, you know, like one of those, like, you know, community workplaces because she works from home. She would work over there. And there was a couple of dudes who were there and it was this big fucking thing that was happening in this open public space. And they had built this fucking knob or something on the, the Mars fucking ro- rover or whatever. Mm. And it was being used. And they were like, and they were there, like, operating it or something, something along these lines. In this fucking public space, these fucking dudes are working with NASA on the fucking thing. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Any case, that's what's weird, and I don't really understand that. But I think there's weird, like, side, like, businesses. They, they outsource all sorts of weird stuff. But any, any case, that's what you can do right now. You can be a dude who created a knob on a fucking thing that's kicking it in another planet within the solar system, and we're sending probes out. To like pick up rocks and analyze for shit. So if you were a fucking super advanced alien fucking um, you know being being, you wouldn't you wouldn't be like hey, let's drop into ourselves and let's see if these guys greet us with fucking open arms. That's you know? true. You would That's you true. would you would send a robot in and you would try
2: not to be seen
0: and you would try to like just observe it just to be like what's a, what's this place about?
2: Let's do some research.
0: You would research it for a while. So look.
2: there's aliens on this... Jim's an alien.
0: Jim's definitely an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordan's an alien too.
2: Yeah. He's, he's no not person. working with the aliens. He is he, the alien. He,
0: he's <laughs> fucking...
2: God damn. <laughs> oh, we do all have an alien all. on the pod. We're, we have <laughs> an alien on the pod.
0: Dude. Ladies and gentlemen, the first, the first alien on the pod. We got Jordan Fisher. Call him Big Fish.
3: <laughs> so,
0: so anyways... So don't get getting it all big this Al. fucking alien shit right, big out, <laughs> dude. Let's fucking go, <laughs> dude. So, so like, what do you think, guys? Like, okay, just because we, we do have to finish on <laughs> yeah, fit, fitness,
2: probably so. We do have to finish on fitness.
0: Oh, um, we can do a max of one hour and thirty minutes on a pod. <laughs> so we're at like we, we're, in, we're with good time, but I don't know. I don't know if if jordan has to get back to the alien stuff i don't it's know very <laughs> yeah.
1: important alien business. if
0: it's a yeah. short his leash, or a about long to be leash here
3: <laughs> covering
0: down <laughs> what if he just fucking got sucked up he, he's like all right guys thanks for the pot he just sucks up
1: <laughs> my yeah my batteries are dying i need to get back in yeah. charge god
0: i hope that's i hope that's how it actually is like he gets in his car and just goes and he's actually there.
2: yeah God, I hope <laughs> yeah that's and true. he's like Dang. man As little I, do it. they know mm. That's just a fun
0: way of thinking. Like I, I like I think people will will think that I I really believe in aliens that, that they that they exist. I can't tell you that they exist because I don't know. I hope they exist with all my heart. Too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know me too. I want them to exist with all my heart because
1: put, put it on your vision board.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like I if I die and I never know whether or not
2: That's what haunts me yeah. at night. Like really, if I die before we figure out that there's aliens, like imagine the day after if you find out like there's there's aliens. Can right. you imagine.
0: Like you die and then like that next day.
1: Yeah. You're the last person to not know.
2: Yeah. Well, oof.
0: So what do you what do you guys think about that? So so I mean, with with life, right? There also is death. Mm-hmm. But what what a weird concept life you know what I mean? And depending on religion and, and, and all the stuff that you think, but like life and death, what what weird concepts, right? What do you think life is, Jordan? Oh,
1: God. That's the hardest question yet. What's That's a big Ooh, one. That's a big one. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's pursuing your best physical state.
0: I'm just <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, is. it's uh, about bicep curls and bench press. Right. the the meaning of life is the bench press
1: that's
2: obviously (laughs)
1: um i mean like you said the um religion piece of it really informs that for me and that's Mm. it's hard when you come from um such a like specific idea concept of that like growing up to then shape your own view of that as an adult but i think um I, I don't know i'm still in the process of like figuring that out like you know i'm i'm literally 30 years old and still trying to piece together like what are my what are my life values that actually belong to me and i don't think that's necessarily a problem i think a lot of people um are there but feel a lot of anxiety about it because there's this idea that you're supposed to have it all figured out by the time you're a real adult and i mean i'm a real adult i guess but i don't so i think kind of like what i was saying earlier it's like an iterative process you, you've Like define it at every stage in life. So for me right now, I'd say um, it's about like pursuing truth and love. Like those are my those are my core values. That 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 works for me. That's like my definition. May not be someone else's, but um, doing everything I can to um, pursue those core values and and be true to myself and uh, love myself and love others. That would be. That's at least my current theory. That's yeah, amazing.
2: Dude. No. And I and I like what you said about how it changes through every stage of life because it's so true. Mm-hmm. You're not you're never gonna have the same definition, even day by day, maybe.
0: That's why it's very that's why you should not identify with like any current I I think you should not identify with any like current particular ideology or highest virtue, because I think that you should have a very good vision. This is only my opinion, but I think you should have like a, a you should have a very clear vision and you should hold it loosely should have a very clear, Mm -hmm. strong vision and you should hold it loosely. And that's because it fucking, that's because it, it evolves. It evolves as you get older. It evolves as like things change. Like, you know, you have fucking kids, the whole damn thing changes. Mm -hmm. You're halfway through your life. Your kids move out. The whole damn thing changes. You know, like you don't have money and you're on the grind. Then the grind result is more money. Now everything changes. Like your status changes. Like, your friends change, your location changes, where you live changes, like, maybe your girlfriend changes or your wife, and that's totally cool, too. Like, or your husband, whatever the case is, for whoever's listening in. But, like, I think at the end of the day, like, and I'm not a life guru by any means, I am trying to figure this out myself, but I think what's important and what the experience I've had as a trainer in 10 years is that what happens is when when you super hard identify with a current position in life, let's say, you're a fucking... High school, you're a high school athlete and you're like the most popular fucking high school athlete. You're like the jock fucking football player, fucking quarterback, whatever. And everyone loves you because, you know, you were just born in a family that allowed you to do X, Y, or Z. Or even if that's not the case, you're just, you're just the the fucking, everyone wants to be you. Everyone wants to know you. All that stuff. They can go back to your house and play in your parents pool. They can fucking (laughs) hang out in your bedroom, play (laughs) the newest Xbox. And, and, the best of the best, and you got the newest phone, and everybody sees that you got the newest phone, and you're showing them the new buttons on the phone.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a faint. <laughs> yeah. And then
0: out of nowhere, high school ends, and you've relied so heavily on this fucking persona that has been sort of handed to you through through X, Y, and Z, and the new the next chapter is to build your own. And when when you are still relying on that fucking persona and all and that, that thing, you might end up being a dude at the bar who talks about the high school days. And now you're a fucking dirtbag because you're still relating with the high school days and the hardship of that change. So your your highest virtue was being the fucking pin was reaching the pinnacle of your high school football like career. Whatever, and that was great for that time and those memories and everything that you had were amazing, and should be a chapter that helps you develop as who who you are. But you cannot hard relate with those things. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot like make that who you are and what you are, because otherwise, when you're 60 years old, you're going to be looking for those 20 year old abs, and those 20 year old abs aren't going to be there when you're 60 years old. But you can still reach the best po- the best person you can be. Me, I'm going to have 60 year old abs. <laughs> Because everyone else, fuck everybody else. I'm still getting the 60-year-old abs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you get the idea. What I'm saying, though, is what I'm saying is, is just that, like, you, 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 you don't have to have it figured out. That is not the thing. The thing is not to have it figured out. And the thing is not to be in adult quotations for those who are listening in. Like, I think that a real adult and somebody who has a real job, I've told Sarah about this, sounds boring as fuck to me. Hmm. I like my job to be a place where I could show up with short shorts and a fucking shirt with fucking <laughs> mushrooms on it. Say F-word short too many <laughs> Say the F-word too many times and wear sunglasses <laughs> that ruin my iris. You know what I'm saying? Call me fucking crazy. And actually at one point, and I swear to God, when we're successful in helping millions of fucking people on this global planet, unless the aliens come, which case we won't be able to do that. We're already here.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> here we got already. <laughs>
0: then i'm going to be able to get on a pod and i'm going to be like listen motherfuckers relax it's all good but what i'm what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say is that you have to have a clear vision of what you want who you are truly and allow yourself to evolve without being like oh no i used to be good at this thing you know i used to be this thing and then like be wishing that you could be that thing again you don't wish to be the thing that you were great at before if that's not the thing that you're trying to be great at now. You just allow that to be an amazing chapter of your life that helps you become the next best thing that you that you can be. I don't think there's an answer to what that thing should be. Definitely not coming from your mom or dad. Definitely not coming from your brother or your sister. Definitely not coming from your buddies. Definitely not coming from your buddies. <laughs> and uh, and so you need to figure that shit out for, for yourself, but... I do think you're, I do think you have the right idea, man. I mean, and again, I could be wrong. I am wearing a mushroom shirt, but I think it's just about doing your best, do, doing your best. What, what gets you fucking fired up? Like what gets you fucking fired up to get out of fucking bed? What gets you fucking fired up to fucking be working on something, building some shit? Like what gets you fired up? It, it, yes. You get tired. Yes, you have to wake up early. Yes, you might not have fucking clean clothes because you're going fucking you're, you're working 16 hours a day to think. Yes, you might be a bit malnourished and you're working your ass off like day in and day out on this thing you're trying to build.
2: Malnourished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Been walking for miles on end in the desert. No, but I mean no, but uh, no, but what I'm saying is that like you might it might those things might be physically hard, but mentally exhilarating. Because it's the thing that you're trying to work on. I don't care about money. Myself, it's not about money. I think that people could be very, I think that this is what happens all the time. I think that people get really rich because there's somebody who has the grit and has the fucking, has the, wor- the work ethic and has like the ability, the capabilities to accomplish anything they set their mind to. But they allowed somebody else to write the goal. Mm-hmm. They They allowed somebody else to write the goal. They wrote the goal down. They were the they were the 3%. Then, on top of being the 3%, they were the 1% of the 3%, and they fucking wrote it down every day and kept it with them. They planned their mornings out. They planned their days out. They planned their weeks out. They planned their months out. They planned their quarters out. They planned their years out. They planned their life out, and they accomplished it, but they didn't realize that when they showed up, that wasn't what they actually wanted, and then they hung themselves, and they had millions of dollars in the bank when they did so. You know, we had a conversation with a dude who who was dealing with like a fortune 500 company. Like it was like a, you know, that was a Mike Kiko Mm -hmm. shout out to that guy. Love that dude. Killer guy. But he, he was a CEO or CFO, one of the two. And he was dealing with a lot of money, like millions of dollars, millions of dollars a month, whatever the case is year. One of the fuck dude was dealing with a lot of stuff and he was very successful and he had a lot of money, but he also was beating his fucking kids and his fucking wife and fucking addicted to Coke And put a gun in his mouth and about shot his head off. So what I'm saying is that money wasn't uh, the goal for Mike. But Mike's, like, killer mentality reached that fucking goal. (laughs) You know what I mean? He reached it. And then when he reached it, it wasn't the thing. You know, that thing was somebody else's thing. Mm. And that's what I find is most interesting about setting these goals and having these goals is that it's the goal really isn't so much about having a goal specifically. It's more about having the right goal, and having the right goal is probably something you will find weird. Like it, the thing that you that you really are is probably very weird for you, because to write down the thing that you truly are, somebody else will roll their eyes, and you can't have that. Mm-hmm. You know your I mean? ego
2: won't let you, won't let you think of those other people. Right, like think the, rolling their eyes, it's going to get embarrassed and be like, okay, no,
0: right. You, you, you're 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 not writing down what you're not working on what you want in life because you're worried you're worried about the fucking your, your mom rolling her eyes and saying you're a fucking you're you're a fucking burnout <laughs> fucking burnout wait what you want to get you want to get rich playing video games Fucking burnout, dude. This fucking fourteen-year-old kid just made two million dollars. Mom, what the fuck have you done? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Bob? Like, dude, you make sixty grand and you bought your house with fucking a handful of raspberries. You have no fucking clue. <laughs> no fucking clue. you have no fucking clue what world I'm living in. What what I, could, what, I could, what I could what I could accomplish. But you never fucking do it because your mom fucking you know she makes. She, you don't want to make your mom sad. You don't make your dad sad. You know you, you don't want them to. In the short term, you don't you don't want these people around you that you actually love and care about to think that you're a failure when at the end of the day, you're going to be a failure if you reach the success they're looking for for you. Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe it is what you want. That might be good too, as long as it's aligned align with what you really want to do. Hmm. If somebody's spending 8 hours a day on if somebody's spending 8 hours a day in a video game, guys, YouTube, then I'm going to be like this motherfucker needs to be on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> needs to YouTube. U- as as he's as on YouTube for eight hours.
2: Creating and putting your passion out there, I think that there's a good chance that you can make it if you plan it out,
1: right? Totally, and, de- and define it for yourself. Yeah, define it for
0: yourself. Like, d- there's no answer. We, we kind of live in a jungle, you know. Mm-hmm. Like this, like there's not a prompt to life. You know, I feel like there's a, there's a like. You know, there's a place and it's earth and there's, like, things going on, like, that's order. But there's no real structure. You know what I mean? There's not really structure. I mean, do go to the Middle East and just see what it looks like. Go to, you know, see what that looks like. I mean, it doesn't matter. There's no—we're in the jungle. You know what I mean? Like, was
2: it you that was telling me that um maybe other people that came from, like, I don't even know, a tribe or something came and— Saw these walls and how perfectly symmetrical everything was. And they were like, what's going on?
0: No, no, that? no. So, so I know what you're saying. There's a line, there's this, this weird like line test where it's like, okay. So we live in this society right now where like our human senses have been doled in a lot of different ways. So what I mean is that like, we are, one thing is like, we have, we are in a place that's like, that's, um, it's, it's like hyper clean like it's very sanitized we live in like a hyper clean hyper sanitized environment so like we have like our our um, appendix that has like immune tissue in it that's supposed to be like helping our body like with all of like you know all of the shit that bacteria things that you know would be contaminants to the body but we never fucking use it because we don't need it because everything is hyper clean well then it becomes an issue to the body becomes an issue to the body because it's not being used but there's it's almost it's almost completely hmm. it's almost completely non-existent like appendicitis is completely non-existent in like a third world country where like there's indigenous in like uh, indigenous populations of people that are like more third world because they're using it you know it's got like this weird like this weird uh, like the like immune tissue yeah. so in the same way that like we live in this society where we have perfect lines. We live in perfect lines. We see like lines that are perfect walls that are symmetrical and everything like this. And it fucks with our ability to see certain things. Like we have now like this, this like uh, our brains are, are predicting certain patterns and stuff like this, where we, we, we see more, we were more susceptible to illusion. And when you have somebody from like a third world country, look at this line test, there's certain lines and, there's one that's kind of, like, weird and obscure, obscure, and, like, they can pick it out and see it, but then somebody who lives in, like, the first world and is, like, con- inside mostly and all this stuff, like, they they can't see this line. Hmm. So, it's like, it's, like, even your sight and, like, your perception has changed based on, like, your environment. You're just basically a model of your environment, and um, it's the same thing with smell. Like, smell is super important. We're getting way yeah, off. Yeah, we, we are.
1: Way are. off topic, <laughs> guys.
2: Somebody said... Can, sit, can Jordan say hi to his best friend? Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Wait, which one? Who was it?
2: Kevin Ledge.
1: Oh, hey. Kevin hey, Kevin. Ledge.
2: Kevin, what's up? He's
1: my roommate. Out oh, in, uh, shit. Washington. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: What's up, best friend? Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay, okay. Wow.
2: Wow. wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we got, okay. So, dude, anyways, a couple of fucking questions. I always ask these questions towards the end. We've talked about aliens. We've established that you are one um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the definition of life, yeah, this is why
0: this yep. guys this thing. is why this is why Jordan basically has been so successful in fitness. His alien fucking genetics.
2: Ah, uh, makes sense.
0: There it is. See it first. There it is. So like, you've been successful though, and I will say this about Jordan, mm-hmm. is that he is a hard worker, and when he comes in here, he's always fucking juiced up, and it, he definitely motivates the <laughs> other guys. It's part of the reason why I, I, I wanted to pick him out as a, a first, as a, a client story. So great fucking work, man. You're looking great. You're killing it. Um, so let's like, let's kind of finish this off with a couple of things, man. Like, what do you think it is, man? What do you think it is for people, like, to be successful in fitness? Like what do you what is that thing that makes somebody breakthrough through?
1: Uh, I mean, I think the uh, defining that goal wh- whatever it is that you want, making it very personal um, is like key and like we're, we've talked a lot about like not just adopting sort of this uh, goal that's like pressed onto us by uh, someone else having having a very personal, uh, definition driven by like your values, what's important to you, what you want out of life that will make you, um, more likely to be successful and it will make that success more meaningful to you. Um, not finding yourself in that place where you've achieved success, but you're not really happy. Um, I think that's, that's key. And then the, the iterative nature of it being, being willing to come back and redefine and take, you know, failure is not like the end, but just sort of like a step. Like, okay, what can I what can I learn from from this experience and, and move forward with it, regardless. Um, yeah, yeah, man, I definitely agree with that.
2: Hundred percent. We always say failing forward is key. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah,
0: failing forward is like For the sure. that's the model I yeah. think of anything. Like
2: you have to fail if you want to succeed. Great.
0: Failing fucking forward
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah No that is it. That is it I'm gonna write a book Called Failing Forward Mark my fucking words It's in paper now Well it's in It's an audio <laughs> <laughs> You gotta write it down Yeah So like if somebody came to you Then and asked like I mean I guess like What's What do you find To be the most To, to be the most Kind of Like highest pinnacle Of success for you In fitness And, and like Do you have any Fitness goals In the future
1: Um, I, I see these like, like 40, 50 year old guys who are still in really great shape and like, not like going through the sort of like typical, like aging, like back hindering them and, uh, just like falling apart. And like, I I think I would love to be that, like, where like, okay, I've, I've gotten even stronger, uh, like a 30 year old, I'm better than where I was at 20, like it would be awesome if like at 40 and 50, I'm like still improving and still getting better. And like, maybe there's changes and obviously like that um, it's going to look different, but I would love to see that, like maintain these habits long-term and be um, maybe a different version of success, but just like keep going with it. Keep being um, that like best version of myself at every stage, whatever that means.
2: Uh, That's it. That's a great goal.
0: Why, uh, Why do you think it's important? Why do you think it's important to have that, like, to have that, like, trying to reach your best? Do you think that, like, do you think that that is, I guess, what do you you think? What do you think is important about that? I guess.
1: Well, so I mean, it, it, like, directly with physical goals, it's like your your health, your strength. So it's like being healthy longer. But I mean, it influences other parts of your life. Your drive to accomplish other goals. Your drive to um, like, uh, like professionally or, uh, just like any kind of personal aspiration. Like for me wanting to, uh, be a pilot, you know, like having that drive to maintain and keep fighting. Um, it, it has, it has an effect on every other area of your life. It's not just about the physical goals. Um, but even there it's, I mean, that's incredibly important. You can't really do any of those other things that are important to you if you don't have, you know, health and wellness and strength to do it in the first place.
0: Good shit, man. 100%. Man.
2: Yeah, fuck. That's just straight truth. I think that's, I think that's the goal that everyone really has, whether they know it or not, that it improves their life outside of it. They can say they want, you know, bigger chests, anything like that. But once you really start getting into it and it starts getting hard, mm-hmm. you kind of move that goal to, Yeah, this is helping me in other aspects of my life. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. I I always see that. I always see that as, like, the number one most, like, most, I guess, like, the number one biggest biggest benefit is, like, what this thing gives to your life. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that you love. Imagine not having capabilities and, like, not being able to, like, pick up your kid, you know, like... Imagine not being you know what I mean? Like fucking you know, your kid wants to go out at the zoo, but you gotta sit at the fucking bench every couple of minutes because you're just out of breath. Yeah. You don't know want that, dude. <laughs> it's it to take away from your experience with your kids and like your grandkids. Pick up your grandkids. I don't know how many people I've had come to me because they're like, yeah, it's time to fucking pick up the grandkids. I'm like, fucking <laughs> you should have been working on that shit when you're 30 years old. I'm just kidding. But I'm just but I'm just saying that it, that happens all the time. And then they're like, you know, people come in for like, I wanna like look better, and then they are like Oh, but this thing actually just gives me a lot of confidence and increases my, like, my, just like my fucking, what's the word? Libido. Is the b- libido the word? No. No. <laughs> libido is a good word. That's th- that's sex drive. Ooh, oh, yeah. It increases your sex <laughs> drive. Yeah. <laughs> I want my libido. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Learn something new every day. Jordan. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Out what <laughs> Why that was do you think that? I wear this shirt, man? <laughs> the libido. That's a funny word. That's that's, that's, not, that's not the word. What, the mojo. What's mojo?
2: Mojo. Yeah, that's like your zone.
0: That's like your zone. Yeah, your mojo. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Not yeah. A libido.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember. You kind of threw me off there <laughs> while we were
1: talking. <laughs> Did he just say the beat?
2: Is that the word you're looking
1: for? Mojo. I was
2: looking
0: looking for mojo. That's just a funny word. Um, But in any case, like, you know, everything starts to improve. Like, once you start to just improve your physical health and capabilities, like, you need that for your life. It brings so much energy to you and the people around you. So, confidence,
2: confidence. Like, I've just seen it. Just people are like, oh, I want a bigger chest. And then, like, they really start getting into it and they're like, wow. I like, I can do this. I can do anything. Now they're like wanting everything and they do it. They get it. It's Fuck awesome. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Dude, so Jordan, last question of the fucking, last question of the day. Dude, we only have two minutes left. So we better fucking make it quick. Jordan. Oh boy. I'm just kidding. But okay, so. What is the number one piece of advice you would give to somebody if they were like trying to become successful in their? Goals in their fitness what would be your number one best piece of advice. Um,
1: <clears throat> learning to have compassion for yourself because that, that is the key to working past those failures. Failing forward requires that you, you're okay when you, when you don't uh, succeed at the goal and just being willing to say like, Hey, it's okay. Pick yourself up and keep going. Um, that's probably the most fundamental thing, at least from, from my experience, being willing to, be, be show yourself some compassion and and move forward
0: well good shit like that's um that's a good piece of advice just keep fucking going
2: yeah yeah don't let those failures like take you down you Define know you. yeah yeah it just hurt you so bad that you're like okay i can't do this and your confidence mm-hmm. is completely shot yeah Man, you just gotta get back up
0: stop being fucking weird guys Stop being fucking weird.
2: (laughs) Everyone fails.
0: Yeah, stop being fucking weird. Like, there's one piece of advice that I would give: it be stop being fucking weird. Listen to Jordan; he's got his (laughs) fucking stop being
2: weird. He says, with the mushroom shirt and the orange glasses. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Start being weirder.
3: Start being weirder. I like that better. Yeah. Start start being weirder. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Just be yourself. I think that's it. Be yourself follow your thing be authentic and just keep pushing forward you heard it first from our first ever alien guest here on the podcast <laughs> fucking jordan fisher well dude thank you for fucking coming in and fucking talking with us thanks for we having went me. a little over but that's okay um, we'll just pay the three extra dollars <laughs> <That's> <laughs> God. <all of> it. <laughs> i think it's like three extra dollars but uh i don't know i don't, I don't know yet we'll see we'll see when we get the bill We'll see when we get the bills. $3 a but, second. But thank you so much for coming, man. Uh, in, in all seriousness, though, real talk, you're a hardworking dude. It inspires people around you. He's been, uh, Jordan, you've been here with us for a long time. I hope you continue to stay with us. Um, just to continue to inspire the people to continue working hard on their bodies so they can do better, like, in their lives. Sarah, thank you for fucking coming and co-hosting with me on this podcast. Anytime. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, do you have anything left that you want to tell?
2: Yeah, the fu- shout out your the fu- socials.
1: Uh y- y- this is this is by far the most exposure I've ever had on social media. So I don't I don't have like that list of people, I guess except for Kevin. So hey Kev, how's it going? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Follow
0: follow me on my channel. Yeah, <laughs> follow my YouTube. <laughs> Dude, fuck well, if, like I will put his I will put Jordan's Instagram handle in the comments. Uh I mean, sorry, in the description of this podcast. You can go check out Jordan. And his fitness journey, his way up um, to the moon because he's trying to make his way into those th- those uh, aircraft, um, keeping that goal, biting down until, he die, until it dies. Guys, thank you so much for coming in and listening. That's going to be it for today. Tune back in for the next one. We're going to have uh, – I don't know which one it will be, but we're going to have another podcast up. It's going to probably be a Q&A. Probably a Q&A. Where uh, Sarah – Talks about or asks me questions about provocative fitness shit, Mm -hmm. and I'd give you the business on exactly why you shouldn't believe the dumb fucking shit and why you should fucking actually believe the fucking shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All the truths. All the truths. Any case, guys, thank you so much. That was the Big Fitness Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. And as always, think big, get better. PHONE oh, RINGS